You are watching a master at work. Hey y'all, welcome to the Cushion Bay TV where Christ Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're having Bay Bible Study, which is every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I used to have it on Instagram Live as well as YouTube Live, but from here on out, it will be recorded and you guys will be able to catch it. You guys will be able to comment any questions that you have, share the video, watch the replay, and all of that good stuff. So I'm so excited for you guys to tune into today's Bible study. As you see from the title, today we're talking about God will show them. Stop explaining yourself. And I'm gonna be telling you guys how to position yourself for the promise of God. But before we get into the word, make sure you guys click the link in my description and purchase your Christian Bay journals. They're available in black as well as pink and they're perfect for taking notes during Bay Bible study and during the Christian Bay podcast, which is uploaded every Monday on Apple iTunes as well as here on YouTube. Also, make sure you click the link in the description and tune into any of my webinars. I have a prayer and fasting webinar if you would like to know more about prayer and fasting. I have a Becoming a Prayer Warrior webinar if you want to learn how to pray, if you want to learn how to break things off of you, if you just want to know what prayer is, that webinar is perfect for you. And I also have a webinar for my entrepreneur and business base. That webinar is called Letting God Be the CEO. So the links to those webinars will be in my description as well. Now grab your journals and grab your Bibles. We're coming from the book of Luke. Y'all know Luke is my favorite book. We're coming from the book of Luke and we're going to be focused on chapter 5 verses 12 through 16. So grab your journals and grab your Bibles. If you're new here, my Bible is the Journal in the Word Bible. I will also put this link in the description. It is a journal Bible. It says it on the side. I got it from Amazon. My translation is the NIV, the New International Version. And I love this Bible because it has these lines on the side where you're able to take notes I'm a writer, y'all. I got a million journals. That's why I sell journals, because I love writing. I love taking notes. So it's only right that I get a Bible where I can write notes on the side. So that is my Bible. I'm going to be reading from the NIV translation. And we're starting at verse 12 in chapter 5 of Luke all the way to verse 16. So it says, Jesus heals a man with leprosy. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately, immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go. Show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more. So the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Jesus is me and I am him because if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to get offline, delete all my social media and ignore texts and calls because I'm praying. Like, I don't know. When I, like, I just get random times where I just want to pray and fast and I don't want to talk to nobody. And I'm just going to do that. Like, I don't have no explanation for it. I don't got to explain it. That's just what I want to Because I'm going to do that anyway. So that's just how I am. So I, I wanted to read verse 16 just to put that in. It don't have nothing to do with my word. It ain't even in my notes. I just wanted verse 16 for me because if you're anything like me, you have those seasons where you just want to be isolated and a lot of times people try to make you feel bad about that but those are your seasons of recharging those are your seasons of spending time with god and figuring out and getting clarity about who god needs you to be in this season what is god calling you to do in this season who is god call like 
it's just so much clarity that comes from praying, fasting, being alone in a quiet place with God. If you guys follow me on Instagram, y'all know I have been praying and fasting all April and I'm not gonna stop. I encourage you to because there's so much clarity and fresh revelation that comes from setting yourself apart and taking some time to be selfish and just being one-on-one -on -one with you and God. So I love that it made us know that Jesus often, it didn't just say that one time, it said oftentimes Jesus withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And lonely usually has a bad rep for lonely, I'm by myself, nobody cares, nobody, but it says lonely places because it's a place where you're alone, but that's the best time to be alone and to be in the presence of God. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. If you're anything like me, you oftentimes have those seasons to where you don't feel like talking to anybody, you don't feel like hearing from anybody, and I know sometimes people try to make you feel bad about that, but that's just your spirit letting you know that it needs some one-on-one -on -one intimate time with God. God is most likely trying to show you something new, trying to stretch you into something new, and you can't figure out the new if you're surrounded around noise. It just, it's too much, it's, it's just too much. So. Take that necessary quiet time. Take that time of just focusing on you. Allow yourself to be selfish and allow yourself to get in the presence of God and see what he's calling you to do and who he's calling you to be during that time. Now that we got that unplanned part out the way, let's get into the word. So as we see, we're hearing a story about Jesus healing a man with leprosy. So I felt like it was only right to start this Bible study with figuring out what is leprosy? So when you look up the word leprosy, it says it's a chronic incurable infectious disease mainly causing skin lesions and nerve damage. It can affect the nerves, skins, eyes, and lining of nasal. And as you see from the pictures, it is very obvious to be able to tell when someone has leprosy. It affects their skin, it affects their hands, it affects their toes. Sometimes their fingers aren't fully formed and they have the white spots all over them. You can tell when someone has leprosy, right? It is a visible illness. It is a visible sickness. It is a sickness that you can see. Now, when I was studying leprosy and I was looking at these pictures that I just showed you, I realized that this disease, the symptoms is something that you can see on your skin. You know, kind of like your situation that you're in. It kind of makes you feel like everybody can see the thing that you're going through. Everybody can see the cross that God has caused you to carry. And even though you want to be a person that has faith and you want to be a person that believes that God is going to shift this thing and turn it around in your face, you keep thinking what will they think or what are they saying about me or how are they feeling about me and am I looking foolish for having faith because even though I believe in God and even though I'm talking about God and even though I'm saying that God is going to make a way it doesn't change the fact that these white spots are on my skin it doesn't change the fact that everybody saw I got let go from the job it doesn't change the fact that I was evicted out of my place it doesn't change the fact that my car was repossessed so even though I know I have a savior that I can't see I have a situation that I'm currently in and the symptoms are something that you can see on my skin. The symptoms are something that you can see in my life. The symptoms are something that I can't hide. The symptoms are something that everybody else sees. And yet I'm talking about faith and yet I'm talking about God is going to make a way. But what about these symptoms that's on my skin that you can see? Because what I'm saying, nobody can see it, but they see what's wrong with me. So when it comes to this man that had leprosy, we can relate to him more than we think because see, we don't have the white spots on our skin, but we do have some parts of our lives that 
that make us feel dirty. We do have some parts of our lives that make us feel less than. We do have some parts of our lives that make us feel like, is it even worth having faith? Should I even be believing in God? Should I even be praying to God? Because I'm praying and nobody is seeing the difference. All they're seeing is the parts of me that's sick. All they're seeing is the parts of me that's dirty. Yet I'm talking about my God can clean all things. Is it even worth it to have faith? And it says that this man, when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. See, this is the struggle of having faith and dealing with symptoms that can be seen, but a savior that cannot. I have an eviction that you can see, but a savior that you cannot. I have a doctor's report that I can see, but a savior that I cannot. I have a mistake that I made that I can see, but a savior that I cannot. I have a setback that I can see, but a savior that I cannot. I have a failure that I can see, but a savior that I cannot. I have a breakdown that you can see, but a savior that I cannot. This is the struggle of having symptoms of a sickness or symptoms of a situation and believing in a savior that you can't see. So with the struggles of experiencing sicknesses and setbacks, but having a savior that you cannot see, how do you live a life where you're encouraged by what God said, but not discouraged by what you currently see? Let's talk about it. So when I was thinking about the struggles of this man and I was thinking about the things that he's been through and I was thinking about the symptoms that he has to walk around with every day because I, I know I know sometimes your situation, it feels like people can't understand what you're going through and it feels like you have to carry this with you every day and her situation isn't as bad because at least she can go home and nobody knows about hers but yours, they see it on your skin. Yours, they heard about it online. Yours, your family keeps bringing it up. Yours, they saw your repossessed car. See, your situation seems like something that you can't hide your situation is something that you have to carry with you every day so what happens when you have a symptom or a sickness or a situation that you have to carry with you and people can publicly see but you know what God said how do you push through that how do you have faith for that when what you see does not align with what God said and when I was thinking about this man with leprosy I realized that it says that this man was covered in leprosy meaning that this wasn't a new case of leprosy this wasn't a new situation that just came about yesterday. This is something that he's been dealing with for years. You know, like your situation. This ain't your first time praying about this situation. This not your first time bringing this situation to God. So what happens when you're covered in what you're going through? What happens when you're covered in chaos? What happens when the thing that used to be behind the scene is now in the public and it seems like all hell has broken loose? How do you have faith in the midst of what looks like failure. It says that he was covered in leprosy, meaning that this wasn't a new case. He had been dealing with this for a while and we can relate to that because we all have some things in our life that we've been dealing with for a while. But the difference between this man and us is that we let time try to rob us of our testimony. Yeah, see, yeah. See, that's the difference between this man with leprosy and us in our situation is we let time try to rob us of our testimony and make us think that just because it hasn't happened yet that it won't happen. But today, God is saying, I'm a shower, not a teller. And I know you're watching the time and I know you're watching the clock and I know you feel like because you're covered in this mess and it's been going on for so long that it's gonna overtake you, that this thing is gonna take you out, that this thing is gonna take your victory. But God is saying today, I'm a shower, not a teller. I don't have to tell him what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show him what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna show him that what I said still stands. And I'm gonna show him that the symptoms couldn't stop me. And I'm gonna show him that everything that you carried wasn't for 
to tell her. What God showed me while I was taking notes and studying this is that he's a shower, not a teller, because when you tell someone something, that leaves room for doubt. I can tell you that I'm going to come pick you up tomorrow and take you for ice cream, but when you go to bed tonight, you can still think that I'm not going to show up, or maybe I'm going to change my mind, or maybe I won't have gas, or maybe I'll forget to add it in my calendar. I can tell you one thing, and doubt can still creep in, but God says, let them know that I'm a shower, because when I show you something, it's already done there's no room for doubt there's no room for questioning it there's no room for thinking that it's not gonna come to pass because the minute that you see it you know it's done God said I'm a shower because by the time you see it the work is done but with God in order for God to show us we must position ourselves for the promise and this is how we do it I'm always encouraging you guys to read your Bible and get in the word of God because it's literally like a blueprint that he's left behind for us to show us how to live a life led by him. So how do you position yourself for the promise of God? We're literally going to follow the three steps that this man with leprosy followed. The first thing that it says that the man with leprosy did, it says when he saw Jesus, he fell to his face. When is the last time you fell to your face in the presence of God? Or have you been too busy facing reality? You know, that's this world's favorite thing to say. When you start speaking faith, when you start talking about what God gonna do, when you start talking about the way that God is gonna show up, people love love to tell you face reality. Well, the reality of it is, and this is what's in front of you right now. So you need to just face this and stop talking about faith. God says this today. Here's a reality check. Your reality can't stop the will of God. So that's what you have to face. That's what you need to face. That's what you need to believe. That's what you need to stand on is that reality can't stop his will. Period. So it says the first thing that this man did, it says when he saw Jesus, he fell to his face. So if you have a promise that you praying for, if you have a promise that you believe in God for, if you have a promise that you waiting on God to show up for, because you see the symptoms and the symptoms is trying to make a liar out of the word of God. I want you to see him by falling to your face and tapping into his presence because your reality cannot stop the word of God, period. The second thing that I want you to do to position yourself for the promise of God is follow the man of leprosy and believe. When you continue to read Luke chapter 5, verse 12, it says, the man said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. You can make me clean. And I have a question for you. Do you really believe that God can change your situation? And this isn't a time to lie. This isn't a time to give the church answer and to give the godly answer and to give the answer that everybody would want you to give because guess what? God sees your heart. So it's no use in you lying to me. It's no use in you trying to look holy. I want you to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, do you really believe that God can change your situation? Because what I want you to know is that this man knew that God was the answer. He didn't go in the presence of Jesus and say, you think you can change the situation? You think you can work this situation? Now I've been dealing with leprosy for years and nothing has fixed it. So what do you think you can do about it? It says when he got in the presence of Jesus, he fell to his face and said, Lord, if you are willing, if you want to, at any time when you want to, at any minute when you want to, whenever you feel like it, if you want to, you can make me clean. If nobody else can make me clean, if no doctor can make me clean, if no medication can make me clean, you can make me clean. I'm not asking you and I'm not questioning you you and I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm actually telling you that I know who you are. It says, Lord, if you are willing, you 
Yes, you. You can make me clean. You can break this curse. You can change my situation. You can change my finances. You can change my health. You can change my mind. You can change my marriage. You can change my job. You can change the financial aid department. Lord, if you are willing, if you want to at any minute or any day at any time, you can make me clean. This man knew. He was not questioning. He was not doubting. He was not asking God, trying to figure it out. It says, you can make me clean. This is what I know. This is not a question. I'm making a statement. I'm telling you what I know about you. You can make me clean. And today I'm telling you that God can change whatever your situation is. But you must believe because your belief activates the breakthrough that you've been praying for. But if you doubting it, why do you think you're going to see it? You don't even believe it, but you, you praying for God to make other people see what you don't even believe. Your belief activates breakthrough. Your belief activates anointing. Your belief activates faith. Your belief activates power. Your belief activates the will of God. And he say, I was waiting on you to believe. Now let me show you what I'm going to do. So the second thing that I want you to do to position yourself for the promise of God is to believe that God can because he can. The third and final thing that I want you to do to position yourself for the promise of God is stop hiding. Give God access to the broken parts of you. When you read Luke chapter 5, we're still in verse 13, it says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing. He said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. But what I want you guys to take from this verse is that the man never told Jesus what part of him he wanted clean. He never told Jesus what his situation was. Not once in this story do it says that the man went to Jesus and said, hey, I have leprosy and I want you to heal this part of my body. Not once Jesus saw what was wrong with him. But imagine if he would have came to Jesus with a hoodie on and sweatpants trying to cover up his skin, trying to cover up his sin, trying to cover up his mistakes, trying to cover up his setbacks, trying to cover up the parts of him that's not so pretty. Imagine if he was trying to hide from God. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He would not have been healed, so it says that Jesus said to him, I am willing, and touched him, and what I love about this scripture is that Jesus touched the part of him that was broken. Jesus touched the part of him that was sick. Jesus touched the part of him that everybody was talking about. I don't have to guess whether they was talking about him. I know they was talking about him because that's what people do when they see the broken parts of you. But it says that Jesus touched his skin and told him you are healed. Immediately the leprosy was gone. So today I want to tell you that the third thing you have to do to position yourself from the promise of God is stop to take note of something else that the Holy Spirit just dropped on my spirit. Thank you, God, because this ain't in my notes. A lot of times we feel like something is healed when you can no longer see it. 
But I want you guys to go, I'm gonna put the video in again of what leprosy is. Now this is blisters and wounds and scabs and skin all over your body, right? So that means that it, it, it's messing with parts of your body and you get to see it on your skin. It does not say that when Jesus touched him, his skin was clear. It says that the leprosy was healed. The leprosy is an infection on the inside of his body that causes the scabs in the skin that you see on the outside of the body. So Jesus healed the inside thing. Now we don't know, but that man could have walked away and there still could have been white scabs on him. There still could have been bumps and stuff on him. His skin still could have been infected on the outside, but it says that immediately, the leprosy went away. It says it left him. I want you guys to take note of this part because I don't want you to think just because you haven't seen anything change that it's not healed. Just because you haven't seen anything change that there hasn't been a shift. That man could have walked away and the white patches and the white spots could have still been on him. The scabs could have still been on him, but that does not mean that the leprosy wasn't healed out of his body. What that means is that there will be no more scabs. There will be no more white spots, but we don't know if his skin was clear or if he left with the patches and eventually they will fade away think about it when you get a cut or a scrape or something on your arm once it's healed that means it's no longer infected but sometimes it takes a little bit amount of time for the skin to get rid of the scar that was there right you have to wait for the scar to fade away but that does not mean that it's not healed so just because your finances have not changed that does not mean that you haven't activated favor in your finances just because the friendship has not started back being the way it used to be that does not mean that God hasn't restored the friendship just because y'all haven't been going on dates that does not mean that God has not restored the marriage just because you haven't seen a promotion at your job that does not mean that your manager hasn't started the paperwork I want you to understand that it says the minute that Jesus touched him the leprosy left him but sometimes the immediate is not it's not physically shown yet Sometimes when you're healed immediately, you don't immediately see it in the flesh, but that does not mean that it's not on its way. And that's tonight's seed. The seed for this word is, it's on its way. Because what God wanted me to leave you guys with is, and I wrote it down in my iPad, it says, God wants to touch the situation that you're in. But you must do your part by getting in his presence like the man did. The man fell to his face the minute he saw Jesus. You must get in his presence. You must believe that he will do it. Not that just he can, but he will do it. And give him access to the parts of you that are broken. Give him access to the parts of you that are hurting. Give him access to the parts of you that are not so pretty. And when you do that, I want you to tell yourself every day, it's on the way. The shift is on the way. The restoration is on the way. The change is on the way. The breakthrough is on the way. God is on the way. And even though I don't physically see it yet, he's already touched my situation. And it's already healed from the inside out. The physical has to catch up to what my father has already done it is on the way that's tonight's seed it's on the way and you can sow the ice on the way seed y'all i'm so excited i pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach god father god allow the person that needs this word to get this word father god it is on the way you can sell the It's On The Way seed to dollar sign at Christian Bay or PayPal's out at christianbay at gmail.com. That information will be in the description. It is on the way. And y'all, I want you to know 
that God, when God touches your situation, do not allow the enemy to plant seeds of doubt in your head and make you think just because you can't see it, it's not there. It's not done. God said, when I show you, the work is done. So the work, it's a process for the work to be done. So there's going to be some blind time in this process. There's going to be some time where you don't know how it's done or you don't know when it's coming. But God says, when I show you, the work is done. Not I show you and then I start trying to figure it out. By the time you see it, he's already done it. By the time you see it, ain't no room for doubt. By the time you see it, they can't talk about it. By the time you see it, they can't stop it. By the time you see it, they can't come against it. God says, I'm a shower, not a teller. Because if I tell you, then you can talk about it. If I tell you, then you can try to stop it. If I tell you, then you think you can get in the way of it. But I'm a shower, not a teller. Because when I show it, it's done. Tonight, see, is this on the way? Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be on this YouTube, Father, Father God, to even have this fresh revelation, have this fresh word. Father God, I thank you for using me as your vessel. Father God, I pray that every word that left my mouth was covered and laced in your Holy Spirit. Father God, I pray that you allow this word to reach the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God, and that it plants a seed of knowing within their spirit, Father God, for them to know that what you said is what will be, Father. Father God, allow every seed of doubt and fear and insecurity and worry, Father God, to be uprooted and removed and sit back to the pits of hell where it came from, Father God. We cast down the thoughts that do not align with your will and we rebuke whatever spirits try to play with ours, Father God. We stand in your word. We stand on your promise and we trust in what you said, Father God. I thank you for those who sow into this word, Father God. May they receive a return, Father God, financial as well as an encounter with you that changes their life, Father God. I I ask that you heal their bodies, Father God. Restore their marriages, Father God. Heal their mindsets. Change their mindsets. Give them a mindset of prosperity. Give them a mindset of abundance, Father God. Show them the miraculous signs and wonders that you want to release in their life, Father God. Stretch them so that they can walk in the steps that you ordered for them when they were in their mother's womb, Father God. Allow this to be a season of shifting, Father God. Allow this to be a season of breakthrough, Father God. Allow this to be a season where signs and wonders are made known in the physical Father God, we thank you that it is already done. You are a shower. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we claim that the work is done and it is on our way, Father God. We thank you for showing us how to position ourselves for promise. And we thank you for letting us know that we don't have to explain not a thing. We don't have to prove not a thing because you are a shower, not a teller. We love you and we'll forever praise your names. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all. I don't know about you, <laughs> but God about to show out. God about to show out. I got a testimony coming real soon. It's something that he about to do big in my life. I don't know what it is, because he is sure not a teller, but I feel it in my spirit, y'all. I feel it in my gut, okay? I feel it, like all up in here. <laughs> I feel that God is about to move in a mighty way. That's why I've been fasting the whole month of April. Y'all know you're not supposed to tell nobody when you're fasting, but I tell you guys, just so I don't tell you guys what date and what times and stuff like that because the details are for me and God. But I tell you guys that I am actively fasting because I want to encourage you guys to fast because there's so much clarity, breakthrough, fresh revelation, knowledge, understanding, and insight that I gain and spiritual characteristics that I gain from constantly fasting and being in the presence of God. And
skin on my face. So I encourage you guys to fast. If you guys would like to see how I did this makeup look, I did record a get ready with me. I also have a vlog coming where I installed this wig. So make sure you guys subscribe to my channel. This is a channel where there's faith, lifestyle, as well as fashion. So I have a lot more content coming for you guys. This is where Christ and culture connects. I know that people make you think that being a Christian is boring, but it's not. And I'm gonna show y'all, okay? This is for the people that wanna see vlogs, but vlogs of substance and how does a woman of God, a woman of substance live. And there's other things that you can do to have fun that don't include being in the club and stuff like that. And being in God's presence is fun too. So I'm excited for all the new content that I have coming you guys way. Tonight is Bay Bible Study every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fridays, I'm gonna be dropping a fashion video, which I'm about to record right now. Sundays, I'm gonna be dropping vlogs. You guys know that Mondays is podcast day, so we got a lot in store for 2022, but position yourself for the promise and make sure you're being consistent, okay? So I'm done rambling because I keep talking, 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 talking. I love you guys so much. Give this video a big thumbs up. Share this video with somebody that needs it. Share this video to your um, Instagram story. Tag me in it. Put the link in it and share it with your followers. Encourage them. Screen record your favorite time. Make it a real. Tag me. Give this word to those who need to hear it, okay? I love you guys so much. If you're sewing into this word, that information will be in the description. And I will talk to you guys on Friday for the fashion video. Make sure you guys sign up for the webinar. The Feminine Energy 102 webinar is this Sunday. So if you wanna get more feminine, join me on that webinar and also the prayer and fasting as well as the Becoming a Prayer Warrior webinar is in the description and it's 50% off now. So click that and get the webinars. It's very informative. I'm done rambling. My throat is dry and Josiah is ready to go to the park. If you listen to the podcast, you know my godson, Josiah. If you don't, he's right here being a good boy and quiet, Josiah. Josiah, come say hi. He's being so good and so quiet the whole time so I can record for you guys. Say hi. hi. Say we going to the park. Bye. Say talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love you guys so have much. A, have a good day. Have a good day. You having fun? Yeah. I'm gonna show you where we playing. You have to hold it like this. Move your hand from off the camera. Hold it. Okay. <laughs> now we're going under the tunnel. And then we go on a slide. Oh.